It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. 5 p.m. is extremely late for us to, like, record and whatnot. Well, I mean, we didn't start until 6, actually. But. Yeah, I mean, because we got to chill for a little we, bit. I, that's the other thing, too, is we're always like, we'll just come in, we'll get it going. As soon as you sit down, we're going to go. And then, without fail, we have, like, a solid 45 minutes yeah. of, like... Got this new mole on my back. <laughs> you know and then I mean? you take off your shirt and I'm like, no, dude, that's a permanent marker. Yeah. Oh, thank mark God. On or your back. Like, that's actually a jelly bean. <laughs> and then I eat it like a fucking uh, gorilla. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a friend um, who's decided to just to travel to Uganda solely. Uganda, be kidding me. <laughs> he wants to go there solely for the opportunity to see a silverback gorilla in its natural habitat, which is both. Fucking dope as fuck, but also silly as hell. That's your main reason is to see a silverback gorilla? It's not the most outlandish thing I've ever heard, but he should be prepared uh-huh. that he will watch a gorilla murder a man. Yes. Uh, and that man could very highly potentially be him. A silverback gorilla is used as the prime metaphor for an alpha male. And for good, justifiable reasons, because a silverback gorilla will destroy anything in its path. I know I've said this in the past, and I hate repeating myself for the baddies, but a silverback gorilla can lift over 800 pounds. That's an untrained, natural, average silverback gorilla. Now, Imagine it- a strong silverback gorilla that knows how to weightlift. I would... Want to be trained personally? Seventeen by that silverback. Seventeen fifty pounds, easy over their head. Oh my god, dude! That like, it is insane to see an animal that buff. Like I saw, I saw a video of a kangaroo up close. Have you seen how ripped kangaroos are? I've actually watched quite a few kangaroo videos. And you see kangaroos in cartoons, and cartoons usually accentuate. And overemphasize, you know, uh, features that stand out within an animal or a person. Um, but they're pretty spot on with how a kangaroo is in real life. What they're missing in cartoon kangaroos is how rigid and ripped kangaroos are. And their posture is impeccable. They have, like, really good chest definition. Great chests. Great core strength. Great delts. And they ju- they are knocking out just jabs like Floyd Mayweather. And on top of that, extremely maternal. They got a pouch for their babies that well, the are not do. born yet. Yeah, the women do. Yeah. Do males not have pouches just in case? No, the pouch is actually a different vagina. Women, uh, female kangaroos have three vaginas. Was that technically, is that realistically another vagina? It, it, it is what it is. You're sir. not fucking with me. This ain't a bit. No, sir. Steve Irwin taught me that. Whoa. 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 <laughs> three vaginas, one kangaroo. It's the wildest thing ever. (laughs) The animal (laughs) kingdom has yet to fucking bore me because koalas have chlamydia and kangaroos have three vaginas. Silverback gorillas can bench over 800 pounds. Yeah, without being trained. Imagine a train. That's, again, not to go back and hit this hammer on the head. Imagine a trained gorilla. And we're the ones, the human species... Is the species that conquers Earth. Right here, buddy. This is why. We are individuals that appreciate benching 235 pounds. 
That's two I'd appreciate benching forty five pounds. You could you could do it. You could that's the bar alone. That is literally the bar. <laughs> and I've seen you bench at least the bar. But a silverback gorilla, holy you shit. Use the bar as like a toothpick. Yeah, that's it. It's nothing. They could throw <clears throat> the bar like a javelin. Do you think there's we're just so outlandish and we haven't even welcomed anybody, but you know what? Fuck it. Go ahead with this thought. And then we'll, we'll, we'll welcome them. Do you think there's any human on the planet, alive or dead, who could win in a fist fight against the silverback gorilla? <laughs> uh, a Mike Tyson that has destroyed nerve endings, which I think is already just Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, honestly, short of Genghis Khan. <laughs> I cannot think of a single person that I would want to put up against, you know. It would have to be like Genghis Khan, Attila the Hun, and Jack the Ripper all teamed up to take down half a silverback gorilla. That'd be such a weird team because two-thirds of that team would just be speaking Mongolian to each other. And then Jack the Ripper would be like, I'm here to cut off tits. (laughs) Jack the Ripper would be like, hey, can you guys translate for me? Because I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Listen here, dear boy. I'm actually a British aristocrat, so I don't know what you're saying. But uh, I'll be in charge of this group of fair weather men. And they're just like, no. You would watch that movie. If you heard the words Jack the Ripper, Genghis Khan, and Attila the Hun in the same fucking sentence. So I'm sitting in a movie theater waiting to see the newest James Bond. And it goes black and it goes, in 2023, Genghis Khan, his great-great-grandson Attila the Hun, and Jack the Ripper? (laughs) And it turned into a comedy starring Adam Sandler <laughs> as Attila the Hun. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, Rob Schneider as Jack the Ripper. And then Keenan Thompson <laughs> as, Attila, as, as Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan. <laughs> uh, and then the main, uh, the bad guy of the film is Queen Victoria, but it's played by Kate McKinnon. <laughs> Dude, Kate, Kate McKinnon could play all four of those characters as if it was a Nutty Professor film. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't do well I critically. Watch it. That would be a movie that would be suggested to review well, constantly. We're not reviewing Nutty Professor, so I refuse. Really, you refuse to? No, actually, the only movie I refuse to do is Norbert. Whoa, is that a challenge? No, it's actually. I'm telling you straight up. <laughs> oh, these are conditions. <laughs> the only film I refuse is Norbert. <laughs> okay, fuck it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. Hello, baddies, and welcome to another episode of ICBTB's Highly Irrelevant. We are back in the studio, in the flesh. What's wrong? Tell me. I'm going to be honest, pal. I'm going to need you to hold my hand a little bit. I'm struggling a bit. Are we doing good? Are we doing good here? I think we're doing great. I don't great. know why. I'm having a lot of self-doubt today. You're doing fantastic. We're doing okay, fantastic. Okay, good. Okay. You just want baddies? There's no reason why you can't see the real me. We've already cut and restarted six times, so. Yeah. Alejandro's been going through it, and honestly... If I'm going to be transparent with you, I love the self-awareness. Like usually, I think the Alejandro that people think that they know is like confident and uh, doesn't really show a lot of uh, hair. uh, (laughs) You're just a a hairless boy. Um, I am, but that's beside the fact. But doesn't show, you don't show a lot of vulnerability a lot. No, I'm afraid people will exploit it. And unless you uh, know the human species and psychology well uh the lack of showing vulnerability is just you know very showing of 
uh, high vulnerability. <laughs> of high, exactly. Couldn't have been better said. Oh my! Which is like, let's talk about it real quick because, like, I, I like to get vulnerable. I think I've been conditioned to be vulnerable because I had to be. Uh, I had to really put my walls up after getting made fun of a lot growing up. But like now, I'm just like very confident in my, in myself that I'm just like <laughs> sure I'll. I'll cry wherever. I cried so many times when I had. Uh, you cried at the Victoria's Secret fashion show. <laughs> if uh, if whoever performed prior to them walking down uh, was really good, sure. I'll Maya cry. Angelou. <laughs> Maya Angelou. She's speaking at this. <laughs> um, no, dude. Like when I when I did have COVID, like I watched, I listened to music on my couch, just browsing YouTube, and I'm like. Dude, this is beautiful. Why the fuck am I crying right now? I need to spend more time listening to music on the couch. Yeah, this is like... And also, and we were talking about it before we turned on the cameras. We both watch and binge Euphoria without communicating that we're going to start Euphoria. It's, 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 it's kind of a guilty pleasure for me. It's just a pleasure <clears throat> pleasure for me. Well, you should stop masturbating during TV shows. I'm not masturbating. There's a lot of sex and nudity, but like obviously the context it doesn't of turn it all. me on. No, it's all all the sex in that movie or in that show is just very like out of pocket. It's honest. It's all gay and straight, vaguely uncomfortable. Someone's not having the best time. Yeah, it's it's much like the sex and Shameless, which almost always makes me really uncomfortable. Mm, the sex and Shameless is usually always by M- Emma. What's her name? M something. The the main character, I you know what, dude? They all have a bunch of sex in that show. So it it everybody. The safe assumption is that if it's a uh, on digital cable, i.e. HBO, Showtime, and Cinemax, there's probably gonna be some sex that no one is really comfortable with. And if I know HBO like I think I do, what? season one is very tit heavy. Season two is very sex heavy, and then they kind of don't really get back to it after the after that. No, but see, let's agree on this. Remember Californication? Seasons one and two of Euphoria, very penis heavy. <laughs> Wait, for the first very- time ever, and I'm fine with how progressive we're becoming, but hey, it's honestly, a lot of penis. It, but you know what, though? What? Not more than Sex in the City. I didn't watch Sex in yeah, the City. Yeah, there was quite a few penises, but you know what? Was Sex in the City HBO the entire time? Yeah. The entire time. Yeah. A lot of penises? Not, I mean... Enough. How there, much is enough penis? One. One <laughs> is enough. There's too many penises in this room right now. <laughs> two Two is more than a party. I'll well, tell you that. One and a half, but... Okay, we'll stop talking about Euphoria because I don't want to spoil it for the people that haven't watched it yet. We'll just title this Euphoria Review. <laughs> I do want to say... Oh, yes, I am drinking your White Claw. I did look down, Uh, and I did not see my White Claw, and I, within the matter of a second and a half, had to investigate what occurred. Oh, I I saw it all go down in your head. Listeners, as he was about to just go into fucking... Because it was smooth. You see why I think I can get away with stealing? Because I'm smooth. The fuck, dude? I just caught you. (laughs) Yes, but you know what? You're not going to... I'll get you another one, pal. Get me another one. Okay, that's fine. My story was going to suck anyways. You offered it. You offered it, and I want another White Claw. Honestly, I like the holiday ones. I know you don't. Okay, so now you get the option for stealing my fucking drink? Okay, well, it's the sangria one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll take I the gonna, sangria I was one. I going to say the sangria one is the worst one, and after I said I'd take it, I realized... No, I'll it. take it. Mazel. Uh, sh- um, shalom. Shalom. Yeah, you know what, guys? I, um... Talk to them.
Talk to them. I, I, I am learning a lot about myself in this moment. And in fact, right before we hit record, we've already discussed this. I'm kind of going through like a transformative moment. So I know this might be a little weird thing, but I'm just going to be completely honest, guys. It's weird for me. It's weird for you. It's weird for Christian. It's weird for all of us. But you know what? It's a learning experience for everybody. You know what? Insecurity and self-awareness is today's new hot. Back in the Did 90s. You just call me hot? I'm I mean not directly. I'm just saying like how how society and social media views like an individual is now being like self-awareness and being aware of like one's flaws as opposed to like let's talk about the 90s jock in a fucking high school 90s rom-com where they're just like confident and they're not really uh, transparent about their own issues that are going on right I, that was what people wanted but now yeah, but i don't think it existed though i think like we always use these movies and like but i think i think movies and books give us this idea of like what we thought people should be and then when you go back and look at it like it's actually not that at all one of the things i think about all the time is how like boomers are always like well pff, we didn't have kids that were like gay or shooting up schools and yeah. with autism and stuff but it's like no you did you just didn't have words for it like no. that kid who shot up a school was just like a full-time gangster yeah. at 14 or like you know the or they'll say they didn't have kids that were gay in school because they... It's like, oh, you 100% had people that were, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. They existed, yeah. but they, at the time, during that decade, they didn't want to come out because it wasn't ex as acceptable. But then you see, then you read, like, the fucking Great Gatsby and shit, and you're like, oh, these guys are for sure. Like, it, it was, there was, like, a, it was just an unspoken thing. Well, yeah. Like, Alexander the Great. Yeah. He, he loved Wiener. Yes. And then I think they made it, um, but he had enough power to be able to... I honestly think I actually bet you, get the wiener. I bet you Alexander the Great probably didn't even like Vagine. It's very possible, but did but it because, because history had no, I don't even think he did. But then history as it's been, it's been 6,000 bajillion years. Oh, <sighs> they changed it into the text that, hey, we're going to make Alexander the Great actually like some Vagine because if we're calling him the Great. You know what I mean? And, and you know, it all happened like in the 20s and 40s mm -hmm. when these white guys all sat around like if we're going to call this guy the Great. It's weird, huh? In history, we're just kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're gonna change that a little bit. We're gonna like, we're not gonna let these two guys like each other. Yeah, yeah. Like Bonnie and Clyde. Clyde loved a couple of men. Really? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. You know, I watched the first like five, ten minutes of Bonnie and Clyde. Which one? The Warren uh, Beatty one. The what? Warren Beatty. Uh, is that the one that was like in the fifties? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That one. So instead of making Clyde bisexual in that movie, they made him impotent because. At that time in Hollywood, impotency and bisexuality were the same thing. Really? Was he impotent? Because I'm pretty sure the opening scene, he's like sleeping with a woman or some shit well, like that. Well, Warren Beatty is sleeping with a woman. Oh, he's, he's not in character? He, they just turned on the cameras? Him and Faye Dunaway are not in character in most of that movie, but uh, that's because they still bang to this day. Do you think when we get older, the by the time we are in our 80s do you think the life expectancy will further increase cuz now it's like 85 right no actually 75 I do, to 85 I, I do believe we're the first generation that has a life expectancy shorter than our parents is it cuz everyone's fucking smoking usbs it's, it's people are smoking drinking gang violence is at an all time high it's 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 actually like a really sad fact that nobody wants to address well let's say life expectancy um for not natural life expectancy let's say uh, minus all of the uh gang violence and all that shit like, do I think health and science will make us live longer? Yes. Yes, of yes. course. Yeah, of course. Do I think people will continue to do dumb things that make them die sooner and have, like, 
Always, always, and always with this. There's always going to be stupid people. Yeah, yeah, dude. What I thought you were going to ask was, do you think the people who are famous to us now as kids are going to be just as famous when we're older, much like our parents? The people who were famous when they were kids are now like the mentors and the great greats and and stuff. But at one point, you know, like Sean Penn, shit like that, like we're just starting out. Yeah. My answer to that, my own question is <laughs> no, because I think um, entertainment and fame is going to become so broad and so generalized that everybody's going to exactly. have a hero in their own thing. What you're saying is that we could be fans of two wildly different things in that fame, it, who we see as fame, yes. is very subjective now. It's, and it's equal for both of us, but they are not, like, you couldn't compare them. Well, dude, yeah. I mean, oh, like, thank you so it much. started off in, like, the 2010 era when YouTube was popping off. So, like, now a YouTube star... Fame, YouTube fame is now different than Hollywood fame, which is both different from TikTok fame because we're coming out with more platforms, which is similar but different than Vine fame. Yes, right? So, like, we have all these different forms of media, yeah, that create their own star. There used to just be famous. That's why I think making TV shows based on six TikTok stars in a house is not gonna work. No, because that is short form, yeah, that is short form entertainment. And when you're putting short form entertainment into something that is, let's say, a multi cam 27 minute show, that is going from short form into like, what's the fuck, the medium form, let's say, for TV show, right? That's the silver screen. And then um, uh, long form entertainment. Can you watch this person for an hour and a half? You can't take someone that was famous for six seconds at a time because they said a joke that cut off like right after the punchline. But what if you have a hundred of those six second clips? No, then that's still a hundred six second clips. That's not taking one plot and elongating it. Fair, that's still, fair. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Yeah, our attention span hmm. as we've progressed. It's like ironic because we've progressed in almost all different facets, but with that, it, we are degenerating uh, in regards to our attention span, in, ter- in regards to our patience. and Our social interactions have become incredibly so stifled. Sure, dude. Imagine how slow they spoke. Back in the 60s, right? I don't think they did, because you ever listen to an old radio broadcast in the 20s? Hey, listen here. I got all day off of the down on the fan. Like, uh, I guess so. But that's not how... I don't different. think that's how they spoke on the street, man. No, but that... But but think, but think people did talk like that. Like, the transatlantic accent was, like, a legitimate thing for a long time. And was now, it a legitimate thing? Because it was adopted from media. Because transatlantic accent... But the media adopted because people were talking like it. So it's the whole chicken and the egg type of thing. It's does art influence life or does life influence art? I thought it was made because it was something that had diction and so that people could understand it in movies and in radio. But if you don't speak English, it doesn't matter what your diction is. But if you don't speak English, then you're probably you probably just immigrated to America in the 50s or 60s and it doesn't they didn't care about immigrants. That's an incredibly inflammatory thing to say, and it's incredibly true. Um, <laughs> right? It's not inflammatory. I mean, yes, it's inflammatory because it it's fucked up, but yes, it is true. They're not like, oh, we're trying to abuse to the uh, Latino community in this uh, Bonnie which, and Clyde film. Which is what they're doing now, which is actually more upsetting when they're like, we're making West Side Story, but um, we're going to put a Puerto Rican in there. It's the pendulum swing. It's like the whole movie's about Puerto Ricans. It's It's overcompensation, man. It's like we are trying to, it's rep people, that's them trying to uh, fix the past. I think I know how to make myself feel better here. Mm. It's the difference between euphoria being very woke and diverse and sure. clearly going to the future and the Sex and the City reboot. 
uh, which is like just the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But I hear it's also the greatest no, no, thing no. that some people have seen. It's it's great because it is so bad. Where like Sex in the City was like kind of cool and forward thinking and going like this movie or this show, this season, is just clearly them being like we actually love gay people and like trans and black people and Mexicans. We love them all because the, all the backlash from Sex in the City was like they didn't show anybody who wasn't white and living in like uptown. Uh-huh. And so they like went the whole other way, but it's like this actually really sucks. Like, and where the fuck is Kim Cattrall, dude? Oh, she's uh, she's not gonna be on it. <laughs> she's on How I Met Your Father, <laughs> which was a mistake for her career. Honestly, she uh, she has enough money. Okay, on paper, that sounds like it might be a great thing. Is just like okay, it's a spinoff of a very popular sitcom, and it has Hillary Duff backing it, and it's gonna be on Hulu. But it's also the second time we've tried to reboot this show. The first time I only got That's past true. the pilot and didn't even get picked up. So it we're trying How it. I Met Your Dad. And then yep. they were like, we're going to change it. We're going to call it How I Met Your Father. Also, the original creators aren't involved at all. They just gave us the rights to do it. We're doing this all through Hulu. Hulu's just giving us a bunch of fucking money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to make it work for at least three seasons because of how much money they gave us. And then Kim Cattrall. I don't know if they're going to re- reboot it for another I have a. I think Hulu would not have started this unless they knew for a fact they're getting at least two to three seasons out of it. Whether it sucks or not. And then by the third season, people are going to be like, uh, actually, How I Met Your Father from season three on is pretty good. And then you're going to be like, yeah, because they changed everything. Because by season three, all the original writers are gone. They had to hire in new people. And now it's like just all references to How I Met Your Mother. Why is Ted Mosby the bartender? Dude, well, that's the tough. I think that's the tough thing. If we're going to circle back, the tough thing about rebooting something is, yes, you're banking on bringing people back for the familiarity, right? But with bringing familiarity back onto the table you are heightening expectations and with heightened expectations you are increasing the possibility for disappointment as opposed to doing something from a fresh start that's like walking into a movie theater choosing a movie at random and being like i don't know if it's good or bad you are more likely going to enjoy it because you have no expectations as opposed to well we literally do that once a week yeah um and and for the most part we tend to enjoy those films unless we choose a familiar favorite which we already know we enjoy, or yeah. we, or the other person knows it's going to be good, and and yeah, usually when it's like a a movie out of nowhere that neither of us know, then we're gambling. <laughs> and I love to gamble. I know you love to gamble. Speaking of which, I would like to talk about in April. Uh, Alejandro and I are probably planning a trip to L.A. So. Well, you've already started very confidently, and you're kind of tapering off. So we're going to put our feet to the fire. Okay, in April. Um, probably April 6th to the 9th, Alejandro and, making a, Alejandro and I are making a trip to LA and we are going to be trying to do inter, uh, interviews and episodes with friends down there. So if you guys know anyone down there that you think would be great on the podcast, or if you do live down there and you think you'd be great on the podcast and you're friends of us and whatnot, you don't just be some rando that thinks you would be fucking fantastic on a podcast. Unless you are actually fantastic on a podcast. Be fantastic on a podcast. Um, may I? Go ahead. April 6th through April 9th. ICBTB comes to 
LA County. <laughs> it's, like, it's not that exciting of a sentence because like everyone always goes to LA. <laughs> yeah, and actually we're just there just to just honestly just fuck around. Dude, but it would hit be... us up, guys. You know, you know our email, you know our website. There's plenty of ways for you to get in contact with us. We are putting it out now in the middle of February. Yeah. Um, just so that you guys um we're just really hoping somebody hits us up. Because if not, we'll go to Universal Studios, just the two of us, and we'll have a great fucking time and the Stop. baddies that are gonna sounds- miss out. Like so much fun. You're making me actually want to plan a trip to you. You want to go to Universal Studios? We have a free day. We we are actually planning this out to have a free day. Let's do. And even if we do happen to have to record an episode that day, we still have the rest of the day to go to Universal Studios. Record an episode at Universal Studios. You would hate the sound quality. I would actually no. You'd be, I, you would hate the sound quality. Well, it depends. You would hate the sound quality. Would they let me bring some equipment there? Fuck no. Then I would hate the sound quality. All right. Uh, anyways, that doesn't diminish the point at all that we were getting at. Yeah. April 6th through the 9th, we're going to be in LA. Um, and then also, I'll be down there uh, on St. Patrick's Day. I could have sworn that when you were telling me when we were planning this, don't plan for like April 21st wedding. to the 24th. Oh, so you're going to go. I have, I have a wedding that weekend. Uh, no, I'm not going anywhere. I, I don't know. I actually have no idea. I, I don't know. I won't know until the Friday before the wedding, and Karen's going to be like, put your suit on, and I'm going to be like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, okay. Yes and no. When's the last time you went to a wedding? Actually, not, not oh, that Oh, not long. too long yeah. ago at all. Now that I have like a real girlfriend, and people know both of us, and they like both of us, and they like our relationship together, people invite us to wedding. We literally have like six weddings to go to this year. Well, isn't that crazy? Like once you get to a certain age- I'm, and, and I can everybody in the club getting married. I can only and also like you know masks are coming off, COVID's going away. So like everybody who couldn't have a wedding for the last two years, it's gonna have a wedding now. And it's like, I think for the next two to three, I'm in, I need a new suit. Oh. I'm gonna need a new suit because I have a feeling I have at least uh, ten weddings to go to in the next. I think I have twenty weddings to go to in the next five years. Whoa, that's a lot. I don't think I've ever been to twenty weddings in general. I don't think a priest has been to twenty weddings. I miss weddings, dude. It's been a while. I mean, I used to, I, I told you, and I've told the world when I was on Jay Leno, that I used to no, be No, say it proud. And you I, told the world when? When well, you were um, on Jay Leno's Suck My Dick Show. No, Jay oh. Leno's You Bet Your Life. Do not. Sorry. No need to slander his name after he's given me an opportunity. Uh, Turn to Brian. I, yes, I, when I used to be a, a wedding singer, it was kind of like cool to go to these weddings for free because like they'd be like lawyers getting married. For sure. Two lawyers getting married. How much money do they have to spend on a nice ass venue three hours away in the middle of butt fuck nowhere? 100K. And with an open bar and like, you know, they pay for the your place to sleep. And whoa. Yeah, dude. You got some good gigs. Yeah. Um. Wow, I didn't. I mean, I knew you got good gigs. I didn't know they because generally the band and like those people. I've had some shitty gigs too. I've had some very shitty gigs. You don't get yeah for every one good gig you have. There's three shitty ones. But like, it's what's insane is that as a kid, I've always wanted to be a wedding singer because I thought it was so fun uh, to just like sing at a place where there's just like romance because I was a romantic as a kid. But to sing at a place like where there's like romance and free food because I was a fat kid, and um, you don't have to put an epitaph on everything. But, uh, and then it was just wild how it organically happened. It's just like you happen to know someone that knows that you can sing and like that you can sing some jazz standards. So like, fucking let's go rehearse once or twice and then go to this wedding. I'm and glad that you had the wherewithal to rehearse though. Cause I could see some people being put in that opportunity and being like, yeah, man, fuck it. Dude, Bill can play the piano and John can play the drums. We all love cheap trick. We could do this wedding. Actually. With when it comes to like uh jazz collectives, that's how it is. 
Like you just get sheet music. You all know you. Everyone knows fly me to the moon. Everyone knows like all of me. Everyone knows all of these like classical uh, jazz standards. So like you meet each other for the first time. They're just like, okay, so we're going to play all of me in the key of C, which is actually very easy for like jazz musicians. They're just going to like, okay. And then dun, 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 and then that's because I've been thrown in those uh, like jazz trios. You know, they all can communicate with each other because they're extremely musically inclined. And like here I am as the vocalist and it's very common for the singer to be the least to be the worst musician in a group of musicians. Ain't that yep. crazy? That make, No, that makes sense because I, I think it would be on the three to not only be in charge bass, guitar and the piano or yeah. drum, whatever the fuck the three breaks down. Yes. And it's uh, that's what's wrong. <laughs> don't punch yourself in the face i'm not i'm probably not gonna listen to this episode honestly i, I am i'm having i'm very i'm, I'm very self I'm, i hate myself right now look into the camera and say you love yourself i love myself and thank you baddies for giving me the chance to stumble and fly i want to take this opportunity to stop talking about me singing all that music i want to talk about you oh god and i know that you feel very insecure right now but i feel like this is a perfect opportunity to talk oh the confidence has just blown me away well, me for me, talk, talk, nah, dude. It's just go like, ahead, lay down. Me, honestly, I think what I need to do is is is. You know what I think it is, and I unless you have that, unless you finally come up to that thought, I think you need to perform, like not just this. I think it's been a while since you've gone up on stage in any aspect. Uh, and in fact, I could say safely, the last three were bombs. Yeah. I mean, but the, okay. let's not even say that. Uh, let's not consider open mics. Open mics is an extremely risky way to perform. Let's say an improv show. I want to spend even longer then. Do you let's do do you want to try to do an improv jam at, in the near future? Yes, I'm taking you with me. OK, OK. The answer seems to be yes. But the honest truth is, like I said before we were recording, I would like to just do the things that I'm already saying I want to do anyways. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just. What are those things? Being better at this podcast and like, like, okay, so check this out. Let's get, let's peel the onion away. Let's get one layer deeper. Okay. Last night when I went to sleep, I was like, I have three lists in my head. Time sensitive, not time sensitive for the future. Okay. I like that. Had all these things written down. Each one had like four or five different things, some longer than others. And my whole thing was like, when I wake up, I'm going to write these all down. I'm going to take them to Christian. I'm going to show them how, how motivated and into it I am. I, I woke up this morning. I couldn't tell you one thing that's on any of those lists. Well, they're on a list. At least they're written down, man. They're not though. It was oh, all in shit. my head. These are these are mental lists. Yeah, because it was like fucking two a.m. when I woke up and was like, I got work in an hour and a half, and so I'm trying to go to sleep. So my mind's racing, and I'm thinking all these thoughts. And then I go to sleep, and then I wake up, and then I'm like, fuck, I'm late for work, so I got to get going. And then I don't think about these things. So now I didn't make the lists. Now I have nothing to show for you. So then it's just like, oh fuck, I might as well just do nothing then. And then I just sit at home and just be sad. And then my girlfriend's like, why are you such a piece of shit? And I'm like, I'm not a piece of shit. And then you're just like, Alex, you're a horrible, ugly person. Actually, nobody's ever said any of those things to me, but everybody's actually really supportive. That's the part. Actually, that makes me more upset. Everybody's really supportive. Everybody wants me to succeed but it's like can one person give me like the chip on my shoulder can i just have one person voting against me i know i have a lot relax uh, but it's just like can i just have like one person of my friends be a dick for 10 minutes and then be nice immediately after it's just like i just i just, I just i'm just I, that's why girls like you i'm gonna tell you right now as much as you're hating on yourself and okay let me preface by saying stop thinking like that. I'm gonna try I'm gonna be a good friend right now. Stop thinking like that and stop beating yourself down and stop like projecting on others that we 
that people might think that you're shittier than you actually are because you're not and that take our actual support for what it is because we're supportive of you but also i think that's also like i was saying before insecurities and self-awareness is today's new hot if that gives you any more confidence it's better than you being a cocky asshole i'll tell you that i don't know the difference you know i i, I want you to be good for yourself and to yourself, but I will say what I'm seeing right now is better than the Alejandro that I started this podcast with. Yeah, but oh, you're you you are ready to do, to. I was gonna say yeah, but that Alejandro was having a lot of fun, and I stopped myself because I'm still having fun, but in a very different way. I maybe did I just did I grow up in two years? I think you grew up, man. Fuck. Because now you're in a relationship. Now, like your fun is more wholesome. It's with a partner. It's a uh, uh, um, uh, you're 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 careful about what you say is probably one of the best things that has grown about you because the shit that you would just say and don't get me wrong you still say some shit that is just like off the fucking walls because you should keep that about Alejandro but at least there is somewhat of a filter on there. Um, it's like a 2016 filter. Sure, yeah, not too far back, but not too present people are like ah he gets it yeah 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 he's not that offensive but yeah. he's like he's not politically incorrect but he's incorrect he doesn't know who george floyd is but he knows who rodney king is <laughs> exactly dude well you know what i do cover my pain with jokes as any comedian should i don't want to get too deep but also we've been very deep in this episode already so now i'm like oh i should backtrack but then it's like no you just told me to be confident in myself so it's like oh the baddies are really getting a very like raw version of me right now which is it's podcast baby <sighs> what i just i'm open right now <laughs> just, <laughs> you I, are very I feel open filleted open honestly i feel this is me. This I'm is how I get, dude. I, you, you do. You handle it a lot better than I do. I'm just. I made a point when we started this podcast, though, to never get to this point, and here I am, just free and open. How's it feel? It's incredibly scary. I'm very hot right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sweating. I'm sweating under my nose. Profusely. I just like. But I've you, seen you sweatier. I I've never felt sweatier, to be honest with you, um, because I'm so fucking insecure right now. I'm sorry. This is... Is anything of what I'm saying... Does Do I make you feel better? You do. You do. I don't think I have my medication figured out right now. Honestly, I think this is actually a big thing for me. I should probably stop drinking caffeine and mm -hmm. try the medication the way my doctor told me to. But Probably that. But how am I going to work with no coffee? Uh, wait, is it caffeine in general? It's general caffeine. You can't have caffeine in general. You just drink it's not that I, It's not that I can't have caffeine. It's that I told my doctor, so two big, two big realizations I had with my last meeting with my psychiatrist. Um, one, I drink too much caffeine. Apparently, four cups of coffee before 10 a.m. is too much coffee. And then, to subs and then to have like an energy drink at noon and then still take a nap at one and still be tired at seven is probably not natural. Um, and then the other thing I learned was that... Uh, when I say I've had less than five concussions in my life, that's apparently a lot of concussions. It's a lot. Yeah. that's. A I said that thinking that that was like a good conservative. You're young. You shouldn't have that many concussions. You're young and you're not playing. Not anymore, but I did. I mean, football I, right now. I haven't had a concussion in at least five years. When wow. Was, when was your last concussion? When I broke my collarbone. 
Oh, you were concussed? I, I was cussed, conned out. <laughs> no, I hit my head and my shoulder, bro. I, those... It was your head and your shoulder. Shoulder first, then head, head then the shoulders, rest of my body. Knees and toes. That's uh, exact, actually exactly how it went down. <laughs> it's you've turned the saying head shoulders knees and toes from like a kid's like jingle nope. into like if you were to imagine someone falling and <laughs> chronologically hitting those body parts heads shoulders <laughs> knees and toes is a rag doll session that is like watching a crash dummy <laughs> it's like you, the floor you get shot straight in the middle of the forehead where everything's just like dead before you even hit the ground you just <laughs> Oh man, this I, I you know what I will say, you're gonna have one hell of a job editing this episode. No, I think it's gonna be pretty fucking fire, man. Oh good, because I have no confidence. It's I'm good. so scared. I I <sighs> I like that, dude. You're good, man. You're great. You're doing great. I know. This is just... part of growth, and it's so lame that I sound like this, but this is part of growth, man. It is. It's like, you know, like talking about it is one of the healthiest things you can do. Acknowledging it than talking about it, dude. I agree. But is acknowledging and talking about it in a medium that I know other people will hear, does that fuck it all up? Why? Doesn't it seem a little like... It depends if that's your... If, is your incentive to make it public like this or just... No. No. In fact, my whole intention is to not. And then it keeps coming up and I keep talking and then I... I don't know, man. I think no matter what I do, I'm going to think I'm stupid. What I mean is there like is there a superficial aspect of like no I don't want anyone to know about this or just like fuck it dude like these are people have problems I talk about my problems on here sometimes and it's like it's so normal yeah but you feel okay about it why am I so what the, see this we're see different don't compare yourself to me I just want to have that facial hair baddies hop on YouTube if you still haven't seen this facial hair and comment below or. Message me because Why are you I getting don't so know. sultry with it? Uh, Melissa doesn't like my my um, my uh, my facial hair. Oh, and so I'm speaking lower because you feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a bittersweet thing. Give me that therapist hat, and I'll give you the idiot hat, and then we'll see. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, I think here's what you do. What? Shave the parts of your face that Mel wants shaved, but keep hair on the parts that she doesn't care about. It's my entire face. She wants to be clean shaven. No, no eyebrows. She doesn't like how it feels against her inner thigh. That's <laughs> you fucking dog. You, oh man. <laughs> you uh, so then shave your chin, bro. <laughs> Have a fucking like Winston. I don't know Winston Churchill's facial hair. Was I think it? it's more like a Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> it is a Ulysses S. Grant. Um, yes, I won't. Yes, I won't. <laughs> Fight a nickel every time I heard that. Do you want to do an improv scene? Also, before we do an improv scene, are you okay? I, you know, the answer, honestly, is no, but um, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. There's nothing that's going to happen in the next day that will make me feel good. I think there's something that can happen in the next like five minutes that can make you feel good. You know what? I could get a call from Tom Hanks telling me that he was a bad father to Chet and that he does feel bad about it and that, honestly, Colin's not the better son. Um. Real quick, Chet appeared on a podcast that I listened to with Brendan Schaub and Theo Vaughn. Chet Hanks? Chet Hanks. Wait, is this relevant? You should watch it. Is this actually relevant? You should watch it because it goes fine, and I think they bring up COVID, and he's such an anti-masker and vaxxer, I think, that he freaks out and leaves the studio mid-episode. You should watch the episode. Is Chet Hanks doing the rounds? I think he has his own podcast right now. 
Here, do uh, okay. I'll it's King King of the Sting with Brendan Schaub and Theo Vaughn. He appears like on last week's episode, and you should watch it. I will. I will look it up. But in the meantime, let's do a fucking improv scene. The best time, guys. Just so you know, the best time to do improv is actually is actually right after you feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. And that's what I'm here for, man. I'm trying to make you feel better. Let's not keep it too serious here. I'm trying to lighten the mood here. Of course, man. It's still a comedy um, podcast. Do you know what's? You know uh, why six was afraid of seven? Because um, nine, eight, seven. No, because seven murdered the fuck out of his family and left the bodies there for the police to find. No, that's that's a valid reason for six to be afraid of seven. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, highly irrelevant. So, um, you cheated on me. I don't understand, like, why you did it. Like, it was in the front yard. You said it was the gardener. You said the gardener hit on you when the gardener was just asking for for a glass of orange juice because it was a hot summer day. I don't understand. Chet, talk to me. I'm, I'm standing here. Your wife of four years we've built this home together carol the truth of the matter is what i want it the gardener federico and the fact that the thing i don't understand is that it was inside our home in the pantry i come home to all the easy mac boxes on the floor the rice cooker is open and on the floor you couldn't even be neat about it. Federico's really into food play. I understand that. I saw it on the ring doorbell. Yep. The fact that you guys traveled from the pantry to the front door with the dry Easy Mac all over your ch- chest? Chet. Also, I didn't know you were gay. <laughs> is that what this is about? No, don't turn me into it. Is that what? I'm fine with what you are. Carol. I'm fine with what you want. It doesn't seem like you're fine. If we were like, like just you're very dating, upset. If you told me that when we were dating you were bisexual, I would have been completely fine. Uh, I'm woke as fuck, dear. I'm I'm honestly, I, I you know what? Don't try to victimize yourself. Don't try to victimize yourself like he came onto you. Like he had like he had some uh, garden pliers up to you and said, if you don't sleep with me right now, I'm going to chop you off. No, he said, if you sleep with me, I'll give you these garden pliers. Cut to the moment when he said that. Hey, I'll give you these garden pliers if you sleep with me. Oh, I'm Jen now. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was so confused. I didn't even know who I was in that moment. I don't even know who you are right now in this moment. Cut to um, uh, Josh their son who is trying to deal with their his parents divorce and everyone at school knows about it <laughs> yo josh josh take uh, it easy man uh, i just i think my mom's gonna divorce my dad no i understand that i don't I, it's um, i'm high enough there's no weed it's actually we're doing tobacco through a bong i'm that's worse i would rather not that's let me just focus on this stogie right here like that's this is a weird home ec class, huh? Yeah, it's just wild. Miss Miss uh, Caroline doesn't watch us. Wait a minute. What? You think I'm the reason why my parents are having a divorce? No, I think, I think you're a normal teenager. Why would you say that? Because I found my dad's nudie mags. And then 
cut the faces out and put pictures of my own face over the bodies and then put the magazine back where whoa, I whoa, found whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. This escalated real quick. Whoa, whoa. You're saying, wait, wait. You what? found his nudie bag. You found his nudie mags and you cut out the faces of the nudie mags and put your own face over women's bodies. What? Women and men. Okay. I don't understand. I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to go home sick. I think I'm cool off of this. Just lock the bathroom door on your way out, all right? Come back to uh, Carol and uh, Chet. Josh is having a hard time at school because apparently you've been... Josh Josh is Josh is doing some really fucked up things right now, okay? Josh has got a whole bag of cats he needs to deal with on his own. Honestly, honestly? Cut honestly, to when uh, Josh and uh, his father are talking. Dad, you called me into your office. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm okay. What'd you do at school today? Oh, Mac. Who'd you talk to? I talked to Lawson. You got a girlfriend? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Shan. 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 That seems like a made-up name. That's that's fucking. You're fucking disgusting. <laughs> Her name is spelled like Sean, but it's pronounced Shan. That's why it's so hard because I can't remember. I hate you, millennials. Another question for you. What? Does this magazine look familiar? I don't know. I don't. I don't look huh? at hustlers. No, Dad. I go to church. With no. You guys. What about this? No, that's not me. That's not you. That's not. That's me. not your face taped over the face of Amanda Nicole. Lisa did it. What about this one? Lisa did it. What about this one? Lisa did it. What about this one? Cut to um, uh, Lisa, who is Josh's little sister, talking to Chet now. Yeah. Uh, listen, Lisa, this is going to sound really weird. But in like five minutes, dad is going to come down the stairs and scream at you for putting my face on his Hustler magazines. If you could just like roll with it, I will give you a dollar. So you're telling me that I should agree to that? For one dollar, what kind of thing? What kind of cheap hag do you think I am, Dad? Oh my God, it's twenty twenty two. I'm I know my worth. I'm your brother, uh, and also. Um, oh, you're Josh. Oops, oops. I thought it was Chet. Chet. Chet is. Oh fuck! <laughs> Seen as they all Scene. fall into an abyss of multiverse <laughs> madness, where they don't know who they are, what they are, and then we zoom out, and it's actually just a bunch of brains in a jar. Don't 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 don't. And then it says. To be continued. To be continued. You know, <laughs> what I think we need is to do an improv scene in front of people. In front of people on the stage. I knew that's exactly what you were going to say. If I wasn't so full of piss right now, I would want to continue for a few more minutes. But can you say goodbye to the baddies for me? Baddies, we love you guys. Alejandro's going to go to the bathroom and he's going to go pee. But you guys know where to follow the podcast. Follow the podcast at ICBTB Podcast. That is on Instagram and on TikTok. If you're not following us on TikTok, we are also putting our clips on there. Um, and also email us at ICBTBpodcast at yahoo.com. Follow me at Christian has asthma. Follow him at call underscore me Jesus and buy our merch at ICBTB.com. Listen to our episodes. Comment on our YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube that helps the algorithms and we love you guys so much and it is awesome to be back in the studio and I'm going to make sure Alejandro's okay. I love you guys so much. Take care and bye.